The following shear has been presented by Rav Yosef Jacobowitz, the Chaber Sefer Gavul Roshayim on Erevin, and has been brought to you by the base of Ad Halacha Center. Nazir Daf Lamed Aleph. The Mishnah, the beginning of our parak, fifth parak of Nazir, starts off with the Machlokes of Shem and Beisilu, which, from the simple reading of the Mishnah, is the Machlokes of Hekdish Tzayis is Hekdish or not? The Shami holds is Hekdish, and Beisilu holds not Hekdish. In the Gemara, there's a long talk, a tiring, long discussion, trying to figure out what exactly the Shamashit is, what the Machlokes is. Along the way, the Mishnah discusses the case of somebody who said that Shar Shachar Sheitz and Beisirishim, the first black Shar that comes out of my house, how are you Hekdish, and then the white one comes out. Shami holds Hekdish, Beisilu holds it not. Dinner Zov Shial Abiyadigishim, the first gold dinner coin that comes out of my hands, Haryu Hekdish, of all of the Shakasnaps, and the silver coin came up in his hands. Shami says it's Hekdish, Beisilu says it's not. Chavas Shayayin Shital Abiyadigishayna, a barrel of wine that comes up first, Haryu Hekdish, but also Shashamin, and the oil came, oil as opposed to wine. Shami says it's Hekdish, Beisilu says it's not Hekdish. In the Gemara of the Aleph and the Bay, the last Gemara before the Mishnah, the Gemara is trying to explain the place of Hashem and Beisilo, and the Gemara is saying that according to Hashem, the thing which actually did come up by mistake, that is the thing that's Hekdish, and Beisilo holds that's not, since it's not what he originally intended and wanted to come up. And the Gemara is trying to work it out, that in all these cases, the thing that came up would be less valuable than the thing he originally intended to make Hekdish, just like by the case of Zov and Kesav, where there it's clear that Kesav is worth less than Zov, and he originally intended to be Makdish the dinner of Zov, and the end it came Kesav. Bishami holds the Kesav, which is worth less than Hekdish, and Basil says, no, nothing is Hekdish altogether in such a case. So the Gemara wants that all the cases should be like that. So the Shar Shalchar, the Black Shar, and the White Shar, the Gemara has a discussion, which is better, black or white, depending for which purpose, depending if you want it for its meat, if you want it to work. And the Gemara also discusses Yain and Shemin. And the Gemara seems to be bothered that Shemin, it seems to understand the Gemara was, that Shemin oil in those days is more valuable than Yain, more than wine, it's more of a rare commodity maybe, and therefore it was worth more. So how does that stem, how does that work out with the previous case of Zalvan Kesha? And the Gemara says, no, Holy Kasha, that's not sure, that's not a problem. We were talking about in the Galil, in that part of the Israel, Israel is divided up with Yehuda, Galil, and the Hiryadin. Talking about in the Galil, in the Galil, the Chamra other Bimashka. Their wine was more expensive than oil. Since wine was more expensive than oil, the oil is worth less. And therefore, it's similar to the case of Zov and Kesav, just like the case of that he intended to have Zov, and then Kesav came up, and he had Mahalit Basham and still whether it's Hekdishna. So the case of the Chavash that he intended to make Hekdishna, and he got oil, and Shemin came up, Basham says Hekdish, Basil says it's not. And similar to the case of Zov and Kesav, that what he ended up with was something that's worth less than what he originally intended to make Hekdish. Because Shemin is worth less than Yain, since they had so much Shemin in Galil. Now, this that they have so much Shemin in Galil have got many different halachas now Kaminas. Over here, they have enough Kaminas according to the Shita of Bishamai. Obviously, Bisham and Bisilo was generally possible like Bisilo, but they also would not have enough Kaminas in the But in principle and concept, they could have enough Kaminas. We find other places where it would make enough Kaminas. Rashi already mentions, in short, the Gemara of Basra, the Sadi Al from the Al. The Gemara says, if we go through the Gemara on the top of the Sadi Al from the Al of Basra, Tana Rabbonam, the Rabbonam learns in the Braisa. Ain't a stock of Eretzroh. You can't make a business in Eretzroh. The Dvarim Sheish from Chayy Nefesh with items that people depend on for their for their lives, still need in order to live. Kanyanish Shmonim Mislosis, such as wine, oil, and flour. Rashi explains over there that a person cannot make a business of buying wine, oil, and flour from the person who who makes them from the from the Balbayis, from the, the I guess the one who has the field, who has the wine press, and he has the olive press or he has a mill, he makes the flour, in order to sell them privately. You can't be like a go-between in order to sell them in-between and, and, and raise the prices and hike up the prices. Rather, anybody who needs 
to buy the, the chitim, she goes straight to the, anybody needs the flour, she goes straight to the person who had the chitim who made them into flour, and buys straight from him. Anybody who needs oil or wine, she goes straight from the person who produces the wine and the oil, and buys straight from him. And this is the get for a cheaper price. You buy it, and then you sell it, like a wholesaler, retailer, at different steps and different levels in sales, so then by the time it gets to the regular person, the price will have gone up, the price can have gone up several times. It'll be more expensive. This person, you know, people are dependent on having wine, oil, and flour for the basic food that they used to use to make, and the Chazal wanted the price to not go off on these items, and therefore they said that you cannot be a go-between, or rather, anybody who needs these items should go buy from the one that produces the wine or the oil. Then it says, they said about Rolaz Mazari that he made a business of Yain and Shemin. They bought wine and oil, he bought the Yain and Shemin from the uh, one who produced the wine and the Shemin, the wine and the oil, and he sold it for a higher price, and we how is he allowed to do it? So when it comes to Shemun, when it comes to oil, the Gemara says, V'asev lo's mazayim, the land of lo's mazayim, Shiach Mishkal. There's a lot of oil available, there's a lot of oil around. It's very common to get your hands on oil, on Shemun. Therefore, it wasn't such a concern that people would not be able to afford the oil, and they'd be missing something which they're dependent on for all their food, the oil problem. The olive oil, not the types of oil, different types of oil that we have available nowadays, but the basic staple is very important for them, but it was available, Shiach Mishkal, it was very common. So it would come out that the third in Galil would be the same Malacha. I don't know where exactly the Blessed Messiah is in Eretz Yisrael, so check that out historically. But at least we could say in Galil, which is a place where they had a lot of oil, oil is very common. You would not have this iser of uh, doing business with oil. You could be able to buy oil if someone has an olive press and then sell it for a higher price. People would benefit from the fact that they could buy it from you. You'd be in a, in a store, a storefront, or on the street in a more accessible place. People would not have to go to the olive press to buy it. And although they would have to pay more, this would be fair. I would not be concerned that people would no longer be able to afford the oil because in Galil so much oil is available. So this is one practical nafkamina that we could have from the, the fact that oil is so easily available in Galil. Another nafkamina is mentioned in the Gemara Shabbos Daf Mem Zayin of Aleph. So we tell you this, learns the Gemara over there. The Gemara is discussing what we know as Alacha of Basis of Dabra Asa. That if you have one flea that's holding in the two different items, a Dabra Asa and a Dabra Mutter. So if the Dabra Asa, there's some on Shabbos over here, the Dabra Asa, the Muksa item is worth more. So then the flea that's holding it becomes Muksa as well. Even if you, for some reason, it was pulled out, the Dabra Asa, the Muksa item was pulled out or gets shaken out. Since the beginning of Shabbos, Ben Hashemoshes, this Kli was holding the Muksa item. Nikolus Katsar Ben Hashemoshes, since this, this, this Kli is holding the Muksa Ben Hashemoshes, it's Muksa, therefore, it's through Shabbat for the whole Shabbos. If it's holding a Muksa item and a Mutazik item, a non-Muksa item in the same Kli, so what's the halacha then? So then it depends which one's worth more. If the Muksa item is worth more, so then the Kli is a boss of the Zavra Asa, and you cannot move the Kli, which is holding the Zavra Asa and the Zavra Mutza, even if the Zavra Asa gets removed or falls out. Let's say the Zavra Mutza is worth more than the Zavra Asa, so then this Kli, the boss, the Kli on the bottom, does not become Muksa by the mere fact it's holding the Muksa item, because it's holding a Muksa item and a non-Muksa item, and a non-Muksa item is worth more. So we say that it's principally a holder, it's mainly a holder for the Muksa items, the non-Muksa items. So now, if you want to carry this clear around, it's okay. If it's possible to shake out the muksa item without it getting ruined, without causing any damage, it's better, it's preferable to do that. It would be expected to first shake out the muksa item, and uh, then you'd be allowed to carry the clee with the non-muksa item inside of it. If it's not possible to shake it out, and it causes a hazard, something to get ruined, but the muksa item or something else will get ruined by doing that, then if, uh, if your main purpose is for the muksa item, you could carry the clee, the bosses, with the muksa item inside of it, even though the muksa item is inside as well, or carried along with it. Now, what's the case that's discussed over here? It's just uh, in there, like a, a candle holder, that, or in the old days, was used the oil, that uh, they had inside of it the muksa item and also the item. They had inside of it the, uh, 
different uh, case in the Gemara was referring to over here, or discussed over here, the case in the Brayso that had a shivered silo. It had broken pieces of, of silo of wood, and it says in the Brayso that there's broken pieces of wood in the nair, it's also a talpos, also to carry it. There's also mudded items inside. Because since the shivered silo is broken pieces of silo inside, so now the whole cleave on there is a bustle. So we're talking about the, the fire is extinguished, there's no fire over here. But it's a bus of the Dabra also because it has a shivered seal inside. And the Gemara says, Amrabaya the Glilashanu, that this rice was talking about in the Galil. Because the Ramarom, of course, seems to say that near, which does not have an active fire that you could carry it, it's not a problem. Even though there's also the guidance and with the guidance inside. This Brahma says that because of the shivered silo, the broken pieces of wick, so now the whole near, the whole candle holder, the whole life that becomes becomes muksa because of the fact that it's only the shivered seal. And the Gemara says it depends if you're in Galil or if you're in other places. So Rashi has a different shot. Rashi says that the Shivik Silo, which is the Muxadik item, the Osadik item, was very valuable in Galil. They didn't have so much fish, uh, they didn't have so much linen over there to make clothing out of The Shivik Silo would be needed to make clothing out of after Shabbos. And since on Shabbos it's Muxa, so therefore the whole Nair becomes Muxa for that, even though that's Muxadik item is inside. But for Tais, the argument of Rashi, Tais has rice, they more had a of a camel, and Galil, they actually had a lot of linen, they had a lot of good fish done, there was no shortage of fish done. So Tais has a different shot. Tais has said that the, if you look at what's the Osadik item, what's the Muxadik item, you figure out the value. The Osadik item is the Shivik Tulu. That place learns that the fish on the linen, the flax that was made out of the wick, that was pretty common in Galil. But what's the Muxadik item? The Muxadik item is the oil. The leftover oil that was in the mill, that didn't burn out when the, when the fire was there. The leftover oil, how much is that worth? So Taisa says, based on our Gemara, Van Galil, our Gemara Nazir, Van Galil, they had a lot of oil. Since they had a lot of oil, the oil was not worth too much. It was pretty cheap. Like we said, that we would to make a business out of oil. It wouldn't be a problem of hiking up the prices, of jacking up the prices, because they had a lot of oil available. Since they had a lot of oil available, it was worth less than the wine. The oil was not so valuable since there was so much of it. So therefore, if you have a nair that's holding it up with oil and shivered sila and broken up wicks, if even the broken up wicks were not so valuable, but the oil is even cheaper. Oil can very cheap. So now the nair is a holder principally for the Dabra Muksa, for the Dabra Asta, because the Dabra Asta, the shivered sila, the broken up wick, is worth more than the oil. Oil was so cheap in Galil. And therefore, the whole nair of the Muksa, as opposed to in a different place where oil was harder to come by and was more valuable, more expensive, and since the oil was a Muslim guy, it was Muslim to use on Shabbos, not Muksa, Therefore, we can say the Nair is not a bust of the Dabra Asr. Rather, it's bust of the Dabra Asr with the Dabra Mutta, with the Dabra Mutta, the oil being worth more. And then the whole Nair would not be Mutta. If one would want to know where this halacha of a bust is found in Shachnor, to look in the Shabbos and Simon Shinyud and Sivchas, or Chaim Simon Shinyud and Sivchas. And there's this halacha of buses by, specifically even by Nair, is discussed over there. So we're coming out that based on the value of the oil, it will be determined whether the, 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 the holder, the Nair, is going to be Mutta on Shabbos or not. And Galil, where the oil is worth very little, so then it will be a bus to Dabra Asa, the whole Nair will be Moksa, as opposed to other places where the oil is worth more, there will be a bus to Dabra Asa, Dabra Mutter, the main item is the Mutter, the non-Moksa item, and it will not, and, and it will not be Moksa. And Galil, it will be Moksa in other places, it will not be Moksa. One more place where we find that makes a difference how much oil there was, although it's not so much because of its value, the way Thais explains over there, and more because of the amount of time it takes to, to produce it, because there was so much of it, there's a Chagiga Dachot Hei. There's a Mishnah Chagiga Dachot Tal on the base that says Chaim Betruma. Truma is more Chomer in a certain respect than Kachim, although usually Kachim, or Kedesh, is more Chomer, has more strict Dachot, more strict Dachot than Truma. There's one place that Truma has more strict Dachot than Kachim, that in Yehuda, in the part of the Israel of Yehuda, the Manum of Haris Yain Veshem and Koyim Meshashanah. You could trust 
the Amaratim that their wine and oil is tar the whole year round because and somebody regards the Kashim because they knew that the wine and the oil is very often used for the Sachim and Menachem is on the Mizbeach and therefore they were careful to keep it tar. So even the Amaratim can be trusted that their Yayin Yishemim was clean, it was tar, it did not become Tameh. Even the Amaratim were usually not careful in Tumatayro. But Shasta keep the Sabadim at the time of the wine press and the olive press, even trust them about the truma only that time of year because then they're extra careful to make sure that they, they kept all their and they kept everything uh, tar all the wine the oil tar so even in regards to the truma where it's not going to be used on this bath still you can trust them that the yain and the shaman was tar and at times they get this about only that season that time of year of the wine press and the olive press and they press the grapes and they press the, the, the olives on the Gemara in the Gemara it says on the Chafeim and olives that the Zechul between Galil and other parts of Eretz Yisrael. That's the base one to say. The difference between Galil and other parts of Eretz Yisrael. Other parts of Eretz Yisrael, being in Yehuda, that's where this halacha applied. And not only the Nehmen, the Gabi Kachim, all year round, on the Tyra of Yain and the Shemen, but in regards to the Truma, the trusted, on the Yain and the Shemen also, at least the times of the Gitas and the Badim, the times of the wine press and the olive press. But in Galil, if Yisrael wants to say, he's coming to answer, if Kashif's here, from Eretz if Yisrael wants to say, then Galil, then not Nehmen. The Gabi Truma, at least on the Shemin. It's not clear by Yain, but it was clear over there from the Brahish, at least the Gabi Shemin. Taif explains the reason was because Galil had so much Shemin that it took a very long time to press over all By the time they finished pressing it, the main season was over. Since the main season was over, they weren't careful anymore to make sure that everything would stay tar. Things already started becoming tummy. And now you were buying oil from Amahar, it's oil of Truma, which is not allowed to become tummy, or the Columbia used it for food if it became tummy, here it in. And he had a problem that he couldn't know exactly when it was produced. And therefore, you have to be afraid that it will come to me. That, that it came to me. Therefore, in Galil, there was a Chumrah, that you cannot trust the Amaharis, that oil was tar in regards to the Trumah. Because you have to be afraid that maybe it's in the overproduction, that went over time past the season, of the regular season of oppressing the olives, because they had so much oil over there. The Maishu of Marshall Jump is the study of the of the Mark. Because the Bryce of Tanivariyade and Galil, they had the same law as Yehuda, the God of Trumah, that you could trust them on the eye, you could trust them on the Shaman around the season of pressing the grapes and the olives. So La Lacha is not true. The steer of the Gemara has in the Bryce of the Mishnah of the Mark is a different tire over there. Mahmoud says the tire that's not important for us right now. Pravisha wants to suggest that in a place where they produce so much oil and it's such a long season of pressing olives, at the end of the season you cannot trust them anymore since it's already overtime, you cannot trust them, they're careful on some of the tire, and therefore you will not be able to buy oil from the Mahar in such a place. Allah that doesn't make a difference because in Galil, even though they had so much oil, it's still clear in the branch of that they were trusted at that time of that season, that time of year, that the oil was tar. So we do have a lot of Nakaminas from the fact that in, in Galil there was so much oil, we have a guy with the Lacha of Abbasra, he'd be allowed to go into the oil business and be a, a go-between for selling oil, like it was Mazaya did. We have regards to Muksa, we got a buses are also the Muksa, the oil is not considered Shem, it's not considered such a worthwhile, such a valuable item. And according to Vishana, you will have enough Kamina, there will be a difference also in regards to the rules of Hekish. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.